All right, let's go to Outline and welcome to the show. For the very first time, he'll be in town with the Black and Brown Comedy Get Down Friday the 23rd at 8 o'clock at the Amelie Arena. This is George Lopez. George Lopez, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Good. Pleasure to have you on the program. George Lopez will be here at the Black and Brown Comedy Get Down, which is happening on Friday at the Amelie Arena. George, can you admit now you got to hate Conan O'Brien now? You could say that. <laughs> Uh, no, not really. Listen, uh, I think everything worked out the way it was supposed to work out. Huh? You do? I, I mean, I, I, I don't, I was kidding, obviously, about hating him, but I remember you were very gracious when uh, he came out and he said, hey, you know, I don't want to bump anybody, and you were like, no, we welcome you with open arms, but then when he's still there doing a show and you're not doing a show, I would imagine it gets bitter after a while. Uh, no, man, listen, I'm not. Um, I've always been gracious, so it's only TV. It's entertainment. It's not real life. Plus, I gotta imagine you're rich as can be anyway. Uh, yeah, that's true. That helps. <laughs> yeah, that helps with the bitterness. <laughs> uh, when you don't have to worry about money. I mean, listen, that whole late night thing, I mean, you kind of see the way it, it's panned out. Um, it's changed a lot. The numbers aren't what they used to be because there's so many information shows. Sure. Most people sleep at that time of the night. And the job is relentless, man. Listen, I did radio in 2000. It was maybe the hardest job I've had. And that one was second because it's like Groundhog Day. Every day you go in, you get some new notes. You study them all day at 5.30. All that stuff is its not important anymore. Then you get some more notes to take home, and then you do the same thing the next day. So the main thing was that with that thing, with that show, and then knowing a lot of people that were coming through, I started to think, I want to sit here and talk to everybody else about their career while I still sit in the same chair? Yeah. I would imagine it's not made for everybody, but I thought you were, I thought you did good. I thought you were uh, entertaining and well, you're sure. Yeah, we tried to make it diverse. You know, I had Michael Jackson's band, yep. Bearden and the guitar player Alex are all on This Is It. They were the ones who lived. You know, so <laughs> they, they, uh, <laughs> so I had a great, I had a great band and they could play with anybody and you know, we had amazing guests, and they were diverse. I've always tried to be about about diversity, and and late night is really clearly not about diversity. No, and and that was the thing. And there was a certain uh, gap. I mean, I'm a I'm a straight up white guy, Italian guy. But when you know you see you and other people talking about how there is nothing really for Hispanics, and boom, there you hit it. And uh, and your guest they had on. I mean, I love. I saw Slash on the show. Chris Jericho was on the show. So you definitely did uh, mix it up. It reminded me of more like Arsenio's uh, show where it was a lot more hip than most of the shows. Yeah, well, you know, in 89, I did his show when I was, when I was starting to do comedy, and he and I had remained friends. And, you know, when, uh, when this guy, Jim Peritori, who worked for um, Telepictures, came to me early, like my show was only in the, my first show, the sitcom was only like in the second or third season. And he said, hey, you ever consider, you know, doing a, a talk show? And he had put Rosie on the, uh, Rosie's first show. Right. And that show was really doing well. And then he was responsible for putting Ellen on, on, uh, on, on a talk show. So he had, he knew what he was talking about. But then, you know, TBS not being in the kind of uh, business of late night. I mean, they just show really reruns and stuff at that point. And they, uh, they didn't get, they, you know, when you're sitting in Atlanta and you're watching stuff that's going on in L.A., you're going to feel like you're not you're not included so they were not uh we're talking to george lopez i one thing i like about you george is that uh and this is the first time we've ever had you on the show but you always seem like such a likable guy you always seem like you're happy in a good mood but then you know things happen in your life where you are you are a real average regular guy i mean uh we we saw the i heard you talk about on howard stern show the one night where you got too drunk at the casino that's a thing that average guys do and because you're on tv all of a sudden you're a villain 
Well, you know, I don't really eat much, you know, in in, in real life because of, uh, you know, the medicine that I take. And But I've always liked to drink. And, yeah. the, and the kidney, you know, there'll be people that disagree. Whatever, it's, it's my life, however I want to live it. And, you know, the gift was a donation. Clearly, you know, sometimes we accept things that are donated, and sometimes we use them whenever we need to. Sure. So with the uh, with the kidney, I, I I love to drink. It's 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 a thing, and I go to the doctor all the time. The dude told me he hasn't told me not to drink. You know, so right. it's like uh, I I don't drink anymore. But when I did, I I, I didn't mind running some Patron through it. <laughs> <laughs> it cleans it out a little bit. You don't, you don't you drink. Make sure it works. You don't drink anymore. <laughs> No. Oh, man. That's one of those things. It's like, been boring. It's been boring. I'm, I'm still debating, but I actually feel better. But I'm still debating for the future. Like, do I really want to not drink anymore the rest of my life? Right now, you know, you, these guys go day by day. I, I, I won't drink today, but uh, I don't know about this weekend with the guys. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. When you go out on a tour like this, you got you, Cedric, you got all these great guys. There's no way I, in my heart, and, and this is the way I see it, I mean, you look at this group of guys that are going out to these great, oh. talented comedians, but all fun guys. You should be drinking and getting whores every night, George. We should be. We yeah. should be. We'll see what happens. But uh, you, we, uh, you know, you almost you almost want to say to the guys, "Hey, anybody want any uh, pizza? Or we want some guys want something to drink? Yeah, we'll get some drinks." And then you just leave for the next town and leave them hanging. <laughs> <laughs> get ahead started, everybody. Right. Uh, you might have to just go good night and then just head into a bus and head to the next town. <laughs> what is been the worst portrayal of Hispanics on on television? What TV show uh, or char- or maybe character from a show? That's a pretty good one. The character um, hmm. in recent times. Uh, it doesn't have to be recent. Yeah, like I, I think of the when I think of uh, Hispanics on TV in a bad light, I always think of seventies sitcoms. For some reason, it was uh, always the, he was always and and they were always the bad guy. They right. always robbed something. If so, if one of the kids was in trouble, it was always the Hispanic kid. Well, you know, I think yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I think AKA Pablo had a character <laughs> that would that would come in, and all he said was "Hello, everybody." And that's all he said. <laughs> Poor uh, Paul Rodriguez. He was he was destined to be the the next great star. And what ha- I mean, obviously, he's still a great comedian, and he did his success. But I'm surprised he didn't break out in the in the TV show. That AKA Pablo came and went. Yeah, he was doing some movies at that time. You know, I I, uh, I looked at him, you know, as kind of like boxers. You know, when I was starting out, and you'd look at him. I saw him one time at the comedy store, and 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 he just did an amazing, amazing set. And I looked at the guy that I was with, and I said, "Man, by the time I get that that good, that dude's going to be that much better." But you know, I don't really know Paul that well personally. You know, just kind of run into each other every now. And then. I haven't seen him in years, actually. I haven't seen him in probably over five or six years. Wow. But, uh, you know, you don't ever know how hard somebody works or how dedicated they are. I mean, I worked really hard to get to get an opportunity to. And I took advantage of some breaks that were given to me, but I worked really, really hard. It helps that you grow up disconnected and being able to sit in a room all day waiting for your grandmother to get home. So I just sat in the room and just wrote jokes and, and hung out. I used to work with a guy years and years ago named A.W. Pantoja. And he he used to tell me he came from Texas, I think, and he used to tell me about you all the time. You got to see this community. You gotta, this is way before you broke on TV and stuff. And then I started seeing you in more comedy stuff, and then of course on television. Yeah. the The best part about George is you can see clearly when you're watching him on TV when the money kicked in because your hair went from fluffy to high and tight. Once you <laughs> you got rich guy hair now. Yeah, it's uh, I, I still I still got all the all the hair, but when the money kicks in, yeah. it does change it does change the way you think about about things. You know, um, 
you know, you don't imagine having it and then things happen and then all of a sudden you start to get it. And then you got the people around you that are trying to take it from you. That, that's another thing, too. Yeah, oh, I bet. And you, you, get, you get people that appear to be like I had a manager. This guy was a pretty famous manager. And he, one day, you know, they changed the rules. This was the morning of the day they changed the rules years ago that a manager who got fired could sue for back for bad commissions. Uh, and that, I don't even know how that rule even, uh, this dude might have even started this rule. <laughs> but I was in Seattle in a car and it said, uh, coming up uh, on the news, uh, a famous comedian is getting sued by a manager. And I thought, oh, I wonder who that is. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> I was like, it, it was me. I was like, oh man. What a way to find That's out. Me. Yeah. Uh, it was hilarious. There's been some crazy stuff, man. I mean, there's been wardrobe guys that steal and uh, you know, I, I remember getting charged two hundred and twenty dollars for a kerchief, and I brought the and I brought the guy into the dressing room, and I said, "Hey, man, are you stealing from me?" And he's like, "No, boss, I'd never steal from you." And then I said, "Okay, you see this kerchief? What do you think this thing is worth?" I, I said, "Touch it, you'll feel it." Because <laughs> I don't know, thirty, forty bucks, and I showed him the invoice, and then he says, hey, "All he did was turn around and walk out." No. <laughs> I, never saw, I, I never saw him again. That is crazy. Who do you hang out with? Like, who are your buddies? Uh, you know, I hang around with Don Cheeto. I saw him in New York when I was doing promotion for Spare Parts, the movie that's out. And then Anthony Anderson and I are good friends, and Cheech and I are good friends. And then the guy that opens for me, Brian Kellen, is a solid guy. But all the guys like, you know, uh, Cedric and those guys, you, you don't see them that much. But when you see them, there's definitely like a, a camaraderie or a brotherhood amongst the guys. Well, Don, Don Cheeto, that's one smooth brother right there. I like him a He's lot. He's cool, man. He's a great guy. Uh, great we're, guy. we're talking to George Lopez. How do you, I, there's a couple of rumors. Can I ask you about a couple of things? We have uh, Mencia on the show all the time. And I heard you. I thought your interview on, on Howard Stern was great. And the way you address all the things. What is, what is the real deal? He, we have him on. We ask him. He says he didn't hit you, didn't hit him, that you guys just kind of confronted each other. What's the real story? Well, first of all, I, I would never let Carlos Mencia stand in front of me without without making a move on him. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. number one. But uh, this dude was, uh, you know, I'm going to use alleged, you know, I think Joe Rogan, I think everybody's seen what happened. Right. But you know how long ago that was, man? That was almost in September. That'll be 22 years ago that that happened. Oh, really? See, I didn't know. I heard you the first time I heard uh, it come up. was when You were on the Stern interview, and then we just had Mencia on like a week later, and he kind of yeah. blew it off like it was nothing. And then we never had the opportunity to ask you. So. No, it's been so long ago. I grabbed him. I grabbed him, and I and I spun him around, and I threw him. But uh, I would never, ever. Let me tell you this: I was there. Uh, never, ever would I let that fool ever stand in front of me in a confrontation. See that at all? That's ballsy, man. I drop him. But I like I you. Him. I like you a lot, George Lopez. Yeah. You have no problem. I drop him. I drop him with one punch. <laughs> <laughs> we should said that. You realize? Well, George is too rich now. Yeah, like, you yeah. Need yeah. Money. I can't. I can't hit anybody now because it'll cost too much. But in the day, I could hit somebody. Or if he comes up to me and says, hey, I hear what you're talking about me, none of it's true, he'll get dropped. Oh, wow. All right, I like that. Uh, George Lopez will be here uh, with the Black and Brown Comedy Get Down on Friday at 8 o'clock at the Amelie Arena. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. And it is it is George, it is Cedric, it is D.L. Hughley. Like, I can't imagine this is like a, like the Avengers of comedy. <laughs> yeah, peaceful George will be there. I'll be there. I'll be off to the next town the next day. I think it's Jacksonville. Don't be afraid to be on. It's a great show, though. It, is a, it really is a great show. The guys are great, and it just moves, and there's no, there's no spot in the show that you're not uh, laughing. And, and we don't know how long we're going to do it, 
But as long as the people come out to see us, then we plan on kind of doing it for the year. So we'll see what happens. <clears throat> I would imagine you've already, you know, you, can you make enough money for all of you guys for this to be profitable? I mean, tickets are, are pretty uh, reasonable considering the amount of talent that you yeah. have for the show. Yeah, yeah, you can. You know, some of the guys, you know, we're like, DL's got stuff doing, and then Mike's doing movie, and Cedric does stuff. But this is a great way to just make what you would make in a weekend in one night, and then you double it up. Now you're making what you'd make, you know, clearly more. It's it's financially feasible for all of us. God bless you. Good for you guys. Great comedy with uh, with the black and brown comedy get down. Also, it says here you have plans to one day run for mayor. Is that uh, funny talk? Uh, or yeah, you- I think so. I think so. In six years, I think it, I heard Magic Johnson might run. I know I'd probably lose to Magic Johnson, but if anybody else runs, uh, it'd be great if Mencia ran against me. <laughs> if Magic <laughs> runs, you could do the black and brown uh, get down, May- mayor, you know? mayoral get down. <laughs> yeah, do it together. <laughs> yeah, the black brown mayoral get down. <laughs> could you really do that? You think you know enough about uh, politics to go there and take a take over in a as a mayor in such a big city? Hey, well, listen, Arnold Schwarzenegger ran for government, and he didn't know a damn thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he bankrupted the goddamn state, though. Oh, my God. Listen, man, he bankrupted us. He killed us. He killed uh, us. What about- I, I, could win on, I could win on just filling the potholes alone. If if I only did that, I could win. You, you. let me tell you, though, you know, the first thing the guy running against you is going to do is try to find pictures of you in the casino oh, and yeah. be like, you can't vote for this guy. And then you say, what do you want, a mayor that, uh, you know, that uh, is going to be there on time or one that, you know, you're excited when he shows up? Yeah, why is the mayor not here? He was doing Chacha Patron last night and doing it with one kidney, so suck it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, there's, exactly. A, there's an article in the in the St. Pete Times. You got, uh, they claimed to have busted you down here with, with hookers when you came down here for, with golf. Any truth to that? When was that one? What? When was that one? I don't, uh, hold when on. When was that? Like, hold on. I'll pull. Hey, look, it I'm not. Came out today. No, it's no. Out today. It said. Uh, hold on. I don't know. I googled it before the show. It's out today. No. <laughs> uh, it was. It looks like it might have been from last year or a couple of years ago. Uh, Tiffany, Tiffany, and somebody else. It say said George. She said George said he had girls in every city, and I said Bravo, George. That's yeah. the way. That's the way a single rich man should do it. Well, yeah, exactly. I think I was married at the time, so I'm going to say uh, that is not true. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, oh, man. Listen, I don't even know Tiffany. I don't even buy anything Tiffany jewelry. No. I just avoid. I avoid all Tiffany's. I tell you, you are a stand-up guy, George Lopez. I would vote for you. I would vote for you Thank to be you. mayor. Hey, listen, seriously, the black and brown comedy get-down is happening sure. at the Amelina Arena on Friday. There's no way it's not going to be the funniest thing you've seen this year. And uh, I, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. You're you're a good dude to talk to. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for your time, brother. Thank See you, you guys. George. Take it easy. All right. Thank you. There you go, George Lopez.